0: It'll be good worse see, you think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, eh? huh? You think Jesus was some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts!
1: Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with a good buddy of mine, Pastor Ben Hughes. Now Ben is a singer-songwriter, pastor of a church called Pour It Out Church at the Sunshine Coast. He's travelled all around the world uh, with his guitar, his wife and his daughter and the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's got some great stories to tell. It's great to have you with us today, mate. How are you doing?
0: Really good, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be with you.
1: Now Ben, I always like to start History Makers finding out a little bit about people's stories, about where they came from and what their DNA is like and how they came to Christ, so Tell us, what was life like for you as a young fellow? Where were you born and raised and how did you come to Christ?
0: Yeah, well, I was actually, uh, I'm a, an Australian-born, Kiwi-raised, uh, married to an Australian with a Kiwi-born daughter living in Australia. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> so very much an Anzac. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I so I grew up in New Zealand and um, uh, my childhood was, was pretty rough. I had a, I had a good family, um, but school, I really, really had a tough time. Right from the age of five years old, um, I, I experienced a lot of bullying and... And, uh, a lot of fights and uh, you know, it, it I know it would be an exaggeration but it feels like I actually got beat up every single day uh, really? at school, all the way through my school life. I'm a big guy now but I wasn't always so big and uh, you know, I, I guess it really kind of culminated in uh, when I was 11 years old um, the guy who had kind of been the captain of my rugby team uh, beat me up really b- badly in our classroom one day when the teacher went out and I had to go and see a plastic surgeon um, you know, just to, it, it turns out that they didn't have to do anything and and uh, I come through that, but that left me with uh, you know a lot of rejection, a lot of struggle as a kid, and um, because of that, I, I pretty quickly got involved in uh, a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, only at 14 years old, I, I spent all weekend basically, you know, completely drunk, you know, as a 14 year old. My parents didn't know, and uh, you know, one day um, I was asked by a, a Christian kid at my school, my public high school, if I wanted to go along to a, a Christian camp. You know, and I, I really had no church background other than going to Sunday school with my grandparents as a real youngster. Uh, you know, and you know what? I think back about it now. This guy asked me if I wanted to go to this camp and you know what I said? Yes. I said, I said yes. And, uh, that should be an encouragement to yeah. all of us, you know. <laughs> you never know when you ask someone. <laughs> That's right. And so I went along to this camp and, you know, really heard the gospel, you know, really heard the gospel. And I went forward at a meeting one night, uh, that responded to the altar call and, uh, my life dramatically changed. So I was 15 years old. Uh, I went to bed that night, woke up the next day, and I was a new person. People talk about scales being removed from your eyes. It literally, literally was like scales had been removed from my eyes. Everything was bright. Everything was shiny. The rocks were shiny. The grass was green. Uh, it's New Zealand. The grass is green anyway. But <laughs> it, was, it was really bright. And you know what? I felt like I grew a foot overnight. I don't mean I grew a third foot, Matt. I mean, I grew, I grew a foot taller, you know? And, yeah. And suddenly it didn't matter what all these people had thought of me or these kids that had beat me up. The king of kings, God of all gods, you know, loved me, chose me, had a plan for my life and a future. And, um, so I was really just dramatically transformed overnight.
1: And then after that um, camp, I know, I know you mentioned to me there was a few well known uh, speakers at that camp. So Pat Masidi. Yeah. Uh, I saw him a lot when I was a kid uh, at Youth Alive Rallies. Isn't he a cool dude? Yeah, he was
0: really cool. Yeah. Uh, who else was at the camp? Yeah. Um, John Dixon from In the Silence. Well, he, of course, now the Center for Public Christianity, yeah. an amazing speaker and a real intellectual. He was actually the lead singer of a band then called In the Silence. And yep. I loved them, acoustic guitar and that sort of thing. And uh, Bill Sabritsky was also. Oh, he's uh, a well known guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
1: So you had this tr- uh, dramatic uh, transformation uh, of coming from darkness into light. You mm. came to Christ. Uh, what was life like for you then when you got back into school and got back into real life after, yeah. after the high
0: of, of camp? Well, you know, because I, I really had a powerful encounter with the Lord, the very next day I was filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, and I, I saw a lot of amazing miracles going on, and I thought, well, that's it. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Everyone in the world needs to experience what I've just experienced, and so that was it. We went back to school uh, the next year, and I spent all day, every day in class getting in trouble for preaching the gospel in (laughs) class, evangelizing all of my friends, and you know, we saw in our public high school, we saw about 200 kids come to the Lord over the next year, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of miracles. Kids getting healed in the school playground, we'd have worship. Uh, Our prayer meeting was... the school notices that went round every day, and uh, and that was my introduction to Christianity. You know, just a, a Christianity full of power. You know, and uh,
1: yeah, so you're really fired up. And I, I get even just getting shivers up my spine hearing you talking about this now, feeling that the presence of God here. And you, you're someone that really has a heart to uh, not just preach the gospel of salvation, but bring the gospel of the kingdom. You know, you want to pe- see people saved, healed, delivered. You know, fixed up, sent
0: out to go and do the work of the ministry. Uh, was a lot of that from your influence? with YWAM in your early years? Yeah well so at 18 I went off to YWAM and uh, because once again I left school that's what I wanted to do with all my heart and the Lord led me that way uh, and I met my wife in YWAM which was, which was amazing you know that's what they say young women after men YWAM <laughs> and uh, and so we both had this foundation of really just you know hearing the voice of God being led by by the Lord supernaturally and uh, to, to really see his power you know come in the nations you know what I mean like the, the gospel what, is isn't just a gospel that has saved us but also heals us completely heals us delivers us you know uh, what what good is a, an all-powerful God if we, if we, we can't experience that power and in, in the sense of us being healed and transformed on the inside
1: now this um, program history makers has played on a whole bunch of different Christian radio stations and uh, half of them which you've been on air with at some stage mm. uh, so let's let's just mention uh, just talking about your radio career
0: firstly so you're involved in Rima in New Zealand yeah well... Actually, while I was at Youth With A Mission in New mm-hmm. Zealand, I used to bicycle in every day and, and for the drive. Uh, I would do weather and traffic every yep. 15 minutes. That was my big break. Oh, very cool. So, <laughs> Raymond, New Zealand. Uh, then you w- uh, went to Perth, and you are on Sunshine FM in Perth. Well, prior to that, I was at 94.1 in Wollongong. That's right, yeah. Heart of the Coast, I think it was called yep. back then. Yeah, and then <laughs> Sunshine FM uh, was on, on air for, um, you know I think it was about 18 months or mm-hmm. so. Okay, yeah. and then where did you go to after Perth? Uh, after that, we, we moved to Brisbane, and mm-hmm. so I was actually working on air at 96.5. where I yeah. used to work back in the day, yeah. That's right.
1: Okay, and then uh, now you're based at the Sunshine Coast. Yes. And you do a regular shift on REMA Sunshine Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
0: loving that. And uh, look, I mean, I love the power of radio, just yeah. the the ability to be able to broadcast a message of hope and love and power right across the airwaves. It's it's amazing.
1: Okay, now that's uh, that's got the radio bit out of the way. We're up to date with where you were at in radio, but back to the ministry. Uh, you, you went to Perth and were leading A large group of of uh, young people or young adults or adults I guess at uh, Phil Baker's church at Riverview church mm-hmm. now Phil and I caught up recently at Hillsong uh, after he's had this horrible brain tumor and really as it was you know knocked out of ministry for uh, quite a while he's now back into ministry starting to speak a bit we interviewed him on the radio what an incredible man of god Phil Baker
0: is yeah really uh, tell us how you got involved in his church and what was what was that season like yeah well i actually was living in Wollongong and i went to Hillsong Bible college while we were living there and uh, completed my first year which was amazing and then the Lord led us actually to go to Perth and I actually transferred my Bible college second and third year to Riverview Church and uh, that's where uh, basically my wife and I both went on staff, we interned there and and were there for a number of years and that was an amazing time. Uh, just you know it was such a, a huge environment to be a part of and uh, it really created a, a lot of bigness in us you know to be able to do things really well and on a big scale and uh, we learnt a lot of amazing Things it was a real honour to work with with Phil and Heather Baker,
1: and you oversaw the uh, twenty five to forties group for a while. What was that like? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs>
0: it was really amazing. We did a lot of sort of out of the box things, and um, there was you know it was a very large demographic of people in that church, and it was incredible. You know, when you're dealing with numbers on a large scale, to actually really start to have an impact on a city. You know, uh, our, ourselves and, and some other uh, leaders as well. You know, we had a, over a hundred uh, cell groups. You know, that we oversaw and mentored the leaders and train the leaders and uh, you really start to see actually the power that that can have in a city, you know, and neighbourhoods and communities. So that was amazing.
1: Love hearing about um, uh, your story today, Ben. And uh, you then moved over to the East Coast. We were working in a Baptist church for a while. Uh, But then you felt, uh, when when Cyclone Yassi hit, uh, you really felt the need to pack up everything, travel up to far north Queensland uh, to Mission Beach and that really started a, a couple of years of itinerant ministry, traveling all around Australia and the world. Tell us what happened during that cyclone and what really stirred you up, and how you felt called to get into that.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it was—it was actually probably a couple of years prior to the cyclone. We had a really powerful encounter with the Lord one night, my wife and I. Um, you know, I had never experienced anything like this before, but we were literally woken up in the middle of the night by an angel standing on our bed. Wow! And uh, it was—it it was a very, very <laughs> intense encounter, as you can. imagine imagine and now i know why it says in the bible every time when an angel showed up this they... Do not be afraid. Because I've got to admit, I screamed like a girl, and and but that was a really powerful encounter for us. And the Lord really commissioned us uh, into uh, to start Pour It Out Ministries and uh, the ministry that we're we're doing now. And so we had spent a couple of years really flying, I guess, from capital city to capital city and and ministering at sort of big churches in the city. And then when the the cyclone around that season happened, the Lord really just spoke to us about actually getting out amongst it in the regional and rural places. In Australia, you know, that didn't often have the opportunity to have visiting speakers and so when that cyclone uh, hit we, yeah, we, we packed up our car, we packed up our house, literally moved out and we went on the road full time for uh, about 18 months and um, yeah, we went up to Mission Beach and Tully and and just were able to ha- have some meetings there, minister, preach the gospel and we saw a lot of signs and wonders, a lot of miracles, a lot of people healed, people come to the Lord, it was a very powerful time, right across Australia actually, all the way from, one one time we actually drove from Cairns all the way to Adelaide, and uh, that took three days, but uh, it was amazing and you know the whole way as we 've done this around australia we 've prayed through every town you know as we'd just come into the town we 'd see the town name, try to our best to pronounce it and, <laughs> and just pray for revival, you know, just really pray for God to move and power in these towns and uh, and so we we have had that great privilege of being able to pray literally on the road right around australia from from Cairns all the way to Albany the southwestern corner of of WA so
1: well i've loved following your ministry and you know wherever you go you see you know people come to christ you're seeing all sorts of miracles you're seeing uh, supernatural provision for you as well cuz i know mm. you've been living by faith and the lord has miraculously provided for you in so many ways over the oh, years yeah. uh, and then the lord opened the door internationally too you've done stuff in mm. new zealand fiji america you've been to india in the past uh, how how important is it do you think that aussies and this last great move of god this this big great revival before the return of the lord how important is it that we get out to the nations with the gospel do you think
0: oh it's absolutely vital you know and especially as Aussies and Kiwis we we have that real pioneering spirit you mm. know to be able to go out and really have a huge impact on the on the world and thankfully for whatever reason the world loves us you yeah. know we're really loved and received you know i remember just walking down the street in india one day you know my wife's parents spent uh, about 20 years you know as missionaries in india and so we have a heart for, for that nation, uh, among others. But I was walking down the road one day and an Indian gentleman came up to me, stood in front of me and he said, please, sir. He says, I don't need any money. He says, but can you help me? My heart is sick. My Get heart out. hurts. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So of course, you know, I was able to introduce him to Jesus mm. and, uh, you know, just build him into the church that we were working with there. And, you know, that's, that's amazing just to see lives transformed just by showing up You know, Mm -hmm. just showing up. I was in Fiji just a couple of weeks ago, you know, and uh, I was sharing with you earlier, you know, we were able to see a lot of people come to the Lord uh, in churches, you know, but the things that really excite me the most, of course, that's exciting, but uh, are the ones just on the street, you know, and I I walked up uh, to a man who had a a bandaged wrist, you know, an Indian, Fijian Indian man, and I just asked if I could pray for him. I asked what was wrong. Of course, he'd broken his wrist and he said, sure, and uh, prayed for him and his eyes nearly popped out of his head. As his wrist was healed, all the pain instantly went. His friend said, here, punch me, punch me. So he's punching his friend with this previously now broken wrist. And uh, the next day then, we were on the bus, and I was just able to share with the the Hindu bus driver, you know, yesterday Jesus healed this man. We prayed for him. He is instantly healed. All the pain went, and we're able to really share the gospel with this bus driver. Then as we pulled over, we had to quickly get out. We I just said to him, do you want to give your life to Jesus? You know, we'd really had an opportunity to share the gospel as we're driving along and he said yes yes I would so I had the honor right there in the bus stop leading this man to the Lord and praying with him you know that's the stuff that's what I love that's what gets me really excited it's like the book of Acts mate
1: you know you're just everywhere doing stuff for Jesus I just love it now uh, Ben uh, we we need to wrap it up shortly and um, I might get you to pray for our listeners Uh, you know people are listening on the internet people are listening live on the radio driving in their cars on the podcast wherever they're listening Uh, why don't we just take a moment and you know ben has seen a whole bunch of people come to christ and a whole bunch of people be healed of all sorts of stuff uh, and i really believe that he carries this great anointing from from jesus to to pray for people so wherever you are Whatever you're going through, um, let's just take a moment and, and ask Ben if you could pray for healing for people that are listening right now.
0: Yeah, I'd be really honoured to. I'd be really honoured. If you need healing in your body, why don't right now you just take your hand if it's if that's possible and place it on the part of your body that needs healing, and, and I'm just going to pray and just just agree with me as we pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now we come to you, Lord. We love you and we thank you that you died on the cross and you took all of our sins and, and our sicknesses on that cross. Your word says that by your stripes we were healed we were healed so right now I just command healing to come into the bodies of every person listening who needs it right now I command all sickness all infirmity all disease to leave Lord let their bodies right now be on earth as it is in heaven let your kingdom come into their bodies right now let them be on earth as it is in heaven Father I just ask for your peace just to invade uh, their very hearts wherever they are in their car in their homes let your presence just fill their room fill their place right now Father Father. Just bless them in Jesus' name.
1: Well, we've been talking with Ben Hughes. Thank you so much uh, for uh, praying for our listeners and uh, if people want to uh, get in contact with you, uh, what's the best website for them to go to?
0: Yeah, our website is pouritout.org. It has all the details about our church uh, on the Sunshine Coast on there and, and our itinerant ministry as well and things we're doing in the nations and also there's our YouTube channel, Pour It Out Ministries. Uh, Facebook, of course, facebook.com slash pouritout or pour it out church, or pouritoutmen. So we've three different, <laughs> three different pages on there. There. And of course, there's Twitter as well. I, Ben Hughes, and iTunes is the place to go if they want to get a hold of your music, hey? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a couple of songs I have on there, and, a, and an album that I did—an instrumental album called "Ask for Rain," which is uh, I actually play the Navajo flute all through this wow. album, and uh, it's just—I've really enjoyed that. It's been a blessing uh, to a lot of people. have told me, you know, that, that it's mm-hmm. really, really been blessed by it. So,
1: very cool. Well, Ben Hughes, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.